Hi there, Miguel Alejandro Velez of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Just a little moment of your time here and a mea culpa on my part. We got so into the recording of this episode that, in all honesty, we forgot to take breaks for our very valued advertisers, and we would like to apologize to the following entities. MSD Studios, Rolex Creation, Rolling Press, and Amasta Design who have been kind enough to help and support us in all of our endeavors here on the podcast. Uh, it's a mistake, and we'll try not to make it again in the future. To be continued, a fanboy podcast, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can also catch us on the various platforms such as iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and our newly minted YouTube channel. That's to be continued, a fanboypodcast.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I'm getting to that. Please remember to like and subscribe. And as always, a five-star rating is appreciated. To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that. But we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. Welcome back! This is To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun, and we are going to have... Uh, I don't know if Motown Philly back. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I thought we did. Are you gonna do? Soon. I thought you were gonna do go break into take me to the river, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we are here as always at Pancake Studios. I am uh, Miguel Alejandro Velez, one of your hosts. And I'm Magnum PI. <laughs> yes, he is Magnum PI. No one can see him, but Ed does have on his Halloween costume, which might be the laziest Halloween costume <laughs> of all. Time. Let's be specific about that for a Chinaman. Whoa, that's whoa. Pretty I didn't. You brought the racial element, then, not me. Uh, we are always, of course, recording here at the lovely Pancake Studios, provided by one Jonathan Vergara. That's me. <laughs> and today on the show, we have returning friend of the show and our international correspondent, the wonderful, lovely, and talented Anna Mr. Maria Mr. Stanimir Gromo. Our American Paris, our American psycho in Paris. Come <laughs> sexy, <laughs> sexy. See, that was see. That's why it came to me last night. I said, I was listening to the Talking Heads, and I said, wait. I said, this is perfect for like the intro. Plus, Anna's on. It's got a little French in it, so it's it all dovetails completely. It's it, it was fate. 
Um, You're borderline psycho. <laughs> I, I, I've known you long enough to say that. How many kids are you raising again? <laughs> Just two. Yeah, that's, that's, that's enough, enough to turn. Enough, that's yeah, enough to turn yeah, you yeah, Ed's, yeah, Ed's borderline. I don't with know. One. I, I, I've been working really hard to be real psycho. So borderline psycho is kind of like you know, like <laughs> I haven't insult. done my job well. All I'm psychos sure. say they're borderline something. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, today's episode, I said fun. Uh, fun might be a relative thing. <laughs> It might be a relative thing, given the, uh, the, the, the topic. <laughs> how how apropos with the laugh? Um, oh yes, that's wonderful. Oh, Hamill, sit down. You're you've got voiceover work. Have you your... seen the Rise of Skywalker yet? <laughs> the new trailer that just dropped. Uh, as as Ed is reminding me with his. Uh, usable Mark Hamill usable. impression. I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to start a Twitter right now. Usable, usable Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Uh, Utilitarian. Today's, Hamill. today's episode, we'll be covering uh, first some talk of the rise of Skywalker, which I actually will be uh, taking a break from because I have chosen not to watch it because uh, we will be hopefully uh, recording my trailer reaction to it later on and putting that up on our YouTube. So then there pretty much is no way for us to spoil it for you. So we're going to have, so the rest of us, we're going to, we're supposed to have a discussion and not spoil it for you. Hey, did I like it? I won't be in the room. Oh, you want to be, you won't be in the room. Okay, I'll be in this. Right, I'll okay. be in the cone of silence like okay. before, which the, is technically just silence. the foyer to Pancake Studios. Uh, <laughs> and then when, 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 when Ed and uh, John and Anna have uh, finished uh, their discussion, we'll just that, call you back in. We will get into uh the meat of our show, which is going to be a spoiler, a full spoiler review discussion of the mega hit. Now, uh, Todd Phillips has directed um, Joker. The Joker or just Joker. Or is it the Joker? Joker. Joker yeah. At which, Joker. Uh, you know, it's I saw it. Ed saw it. John saw it. But John saw it before me, which is a miracle. And of course, uh, Anna has also seen the movie, so uh, and she in the original version too, by the way, which is no easy feat in France. Wow, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. It just we got... actually went out to a late show last night. It was like it started at ten o'clock, which is late by local standards, and uh, it's the only time that the the VO is showing. Is there the a uh, so no 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 French subtitles, no French dubbing is what you're saying? No, no, they had no French dubbing. They had subtitles, but you basically were able to listen to the movie in English, and then you know, for those who needed it, they could read the mm, subtitles. Okay, okay, so all right. It was kind of cool. Interesting for the French. And well, a small a small town. We we know it's how a small town. It's a small town, so we don't get a lot of original versions of movies. Like most of them are dubbed. So, which, which so, yeah. might might say something about the what you know the wide release of this film. That yeah. they're they're like let's they're, you your part you your your small town was part of getting them over that nine hundred million dollar uh, bump there. So yep. yeah, probably. <laughs> So I am going to take my leave. Okay. And then for the next uh, 10 minutes or so, right. uh, John and Ed and Anna will be discussing the just released yesterday uh, trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Remember when Skywalker comes back to life? You can go to the living room. <laughs> you can go to the living room. I don't know, man. Right, if he's so, coming back um, to life, I mean, he looks like a ghost or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> so Miguel's out of the room right now, and um, okay, let's let's do a quick run around. I know John, uh, you tried your best to watch it. I, I do apologize. Sorry. While you're watching it, Anna and I were just sort of getting kind of chatty about things and catching up and catching up on on what did you call my stash? 
My, ma- <laughs> my magnet Mustagoti. Mustard, the Mustagoti. Okay. Mustagoti. Um, ladies first. Uh, Anna, what did you think of the Rise of Skywalker trailer that dropped yesterday? Listen, I think by and large, the trailers for the Star Wars movies are done really well in sort of whetting your appetite to want to see what's coming up next. Mm. Um, so I enjoyed, you know, the couple of moments, the new kind of scenes where they, you know, um, show you kind of the new characters. Obviously, Lando Calrissian was in trailer two, but he's again in trailer three. So it's confirmed, you know, Lando's back. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was interesting. It was good fun. And, uh, and, I, and I really enjoyed it. And you know, like it's and it's interesting that this is they call this the final trailer, yet and and we did get a, a kind of a teaser trailer prior to this. I can't help but feel that Lucasfilm film is in, it's still in emergency mode because uh, um, a lot of the, the the reactions and the negative uh, uh, reception that it got from the last one. They haven't been, they've just been trying to recover things or just a concern of like, hey, we, we hope that we can still continue to profit and make lots of money with this and also reach out to, to, the, younger, to the younger kids. Because for the past, uh, what was it, like um, for several months or a couple of months, a lot of what I've been reading or what I've been hearing is that, oh, you know, Star, Star Wars is no longer uh, relevant with, younger, with uh, the younger generation. And I know that you... Anna, that you've been trying very hard to to keep a new hope to keep a new hope with your, with, with your girls you know and, and yeah that's... well my girls loved it but my nephew hated it which is kind of interesting because traditionally star wars was like a i hate to say this way because it, it it's not meant to be sexist but it was a male friend who showed me star wars um and you know most of my male friends were like huge star wars fans amongst my female friends you know it was like in competition with Dirty Dancing, so it was <laughs> it's just it wasn't the same thing. But so it was interesting because you know, growing up, it was it was one of those moments where I just loved this, the lore and the mythology. And when he remastered all of his movies, we all went to see them at the Siegfried in in New York. And so you know, it was like a really big deal for us when you know, growing up, you had episode episode seven and eight, no seven, sorry, six. Hello, episode six came out in the eighties. So one, two, and three came out after that, you know, in the late '90s and to early 2000s, and so it was this like huge, huge moment. And I kind of expected my girls to be like, "Ah, prefer Dirty Dancing." They loved it. <laughs> my nephew, on the other hand, is like, nights. "This is dumb." Now, now, was there anything in particular about the trailer that that popped out for you that um, sort of? I, got I you kind of feel like traditionally, excited? you know, you watch a trailer and you and you kind of know what to expect. Mm. And I think that they've been very clever about always giving you little little bits of information that kind of whet your appetite, but don't really let you understand what to expect. Now, did you see the last trailer? I did. Okay, I did so the very the the one that came out yesterday, right. number three. So, yeah, yeah, sure. So I think there are certain uh, several. My wife was like, uh, "Who's that laughing?" Oh no, that's Emperor Palpatine. So I think there are just still there's just a a general feeling of who's laughing in the back wait emperor palpatine you mean from like the original the original uh, trilogy the the first the original trilogy and uh the prequel trilogy i'm like yes ian mcdarmott he does return as emperor palpatine um, well my my one of my girls uh, you know at the, we were watching the trailer together actually because obviously i you know it's the 2019 obsession <laughs> when star wars is coming out and uh one of my girls is like yeah, Luke Skywalker didn't do his job so well, did he? I was like, what? What are you talking about? She goes, isn't that the Emperor laughing? Wasn't he supposed to be killed? 
So I was like, good for you. <laughs> uh, all right, John, what do you, uh, given with the limited amount of attention that you were able to afford for for this trailer, what did you I make I have to it? say is Kevin Feige's first trailer was pretty good. Right? That's Kevin Feige. Uh, uh, you, uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> you know, no, we, we are coming out of um, a situation where Kevin Feige is now, uh, not only is he chief creative officer of Disney, but he's also been given uh, a Star Wars project to direct, I believe, or, or to this, produce. It's but not it's not this, this one. one. Okay. Not this one. This one is this one has um, has gone back to J.J. Abrams's hands out of Ryan Johnson. Um, I forget who I, I, I have to look again who was originally slated to direct this one but uh, it was a lot of fan reaction um, a lot of negative fan reaction to the last one um, put it this way Jerry Martin King of Star Wars this morning texted it was underwhelming so and he's also said and um, that he's not excited about watching this one meanwhile Xavier a friend of the, of the show He's like, oh, I, I'm roped back in, right? You know, because he was all about, oh man, you know, the the well, the the, uh, um, the last Jedi destroyed everything for me, destroyed yeah, my yeah, childhood. Yeah. You know, he was <laughs> destroyed my guys. childhood. So. X, you're more than welcome to come back on a show. Well, um, state your case. The uh, the preview looked pretty epic. They had to pull on your heartstrings, strings with uh, Carrie Fisher, of course, mm-hmm. giving her a big mm-hmm. hug. That was a uh, yeah, the body double. That <laughs> was a body double. Well, I, I'm convinced that the um, there are certain scenes. I'm sh- pretty sure that they're the back be of scenes. her head. Yeah. yeah, you know, like they like I'm. Um, look, I'm confident that they'll find ways to to be crafty about that. But I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, and, and that was pretty much it. Uh, looked. I'm interested. Okay, I'm interested. Um, I here's how I felt. Um, I just want to watch it at this point. You know, normally I because I'm unlike Miguel where he wants to be surprised with certain elements and you know that's that's a good thing you know uh i'm just kind of at this point in my life where i'm like i just give it to me it doesn't matter when where how (laughs) um but there were certain things about this that did jump out at me number one um cp3po saying i just want to look at my friends the last time so what does that mean i know what that means do you know what that means what does that mean well, I mean, the, 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 the mythology, the lore that goes around the Millennium Falcon with the fact that the last robot who... who that was L3, played by Phoebe Wallace-Cates. Th- there you go, in, in the Han, uh, Han Solo story, right? Mm-hmm, right. Well, she gets basically she gets transposed or right. absorbed, if you will, by, by the Millennium Falcon right. at the end in order to save her. So I kind of feel like the same thing will probably be happening to 3PO. Well, now, here's the thing about that. I, I'm like, is he connected... Uh, hardwired into the Falcon, or is he? Or are they hardwiring him into something else? Ah, and the thing is, um, maybe. Mm-hmm. Now with with these trailers, these te- or even the tra- the teaser trailers, we got a full array of star destroyers upon star destroyers upon star yeah. destroyers, and then to a point where there's a scene where they got these um these ho- these horse these star ho- these Star Wars horses these galactic horses yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I saw that they're, they're running on, on the star-, star destroyer. They are trotting on a star destroyer, and you're like, "Holy cow!" That's uh, again something that's that they like to just juxtapose is, okay, we're gonna have technology versus something that's very analog, just like they did with Return of the Jedi, uh, uh, stormtroopers versus Ewoks, you know, yep. organic versus machinery or whatever. Um, and this was something in that 
in that uh, very similar to that. So I'm like, what are you gonna, what are you going to do here? Because you have this is the final showdown. You have the the armada, the imperial, the first order's armada versus the armada. Well, everyone in their monkey's uncle in uh, that's that's fighting against that. the new republic. Um, uh, they are at this point. There are plenty of fanboys who who cited, hey, look, there's a ghost from Rebels. Or hey, there's that ship from from that that particular series, um, and they're all um, they're all grouped together along with the Millennium Falcon, along with um, other Alliance ships, and they're getting ready for that last final fight. Again, I I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. Um, uh, now, as far as where Luke comes in, I have no idea where where they're going to go with that. Well, I mean, everybody keeps talking about the trailers themselves, right? And I get it. And you get snippets of stuff. But but one of the things that's been bothering me ever since the, the teaser trailer came out is the name of the movie is Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Like, can we can we can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Well, what, I mean, it ends. This trailer ends with the forces with you. Well, where Luke's always. voice says, and then Carrie Fisher's voice says always with you always I, she finishes mm. up the sentence so uh there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to see both force ghost luke along with force ghost leia uh i'm pretty certain of that um i don't know where the I, the emperor is completely no pun intended or maybe it is intended shrouded in mystery mm. um because he is in this movie somehow oh absolutely right um any other? I any saw other? a theory on this, by the way. Can What's I share that? it? Let's hear it. Cloning. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind because if you're going to introduce that into into the whole entire canon, cloning is definitely part. And that, even even the uncanonical stuff um, that that was done in in novels, novelizations. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, is there anything else? Uh, any other observations? No. Uh, one more thing. Do we see a redemption with Kylo Ren? Because there is oh, that yeah. one scene where Ray and Kylo they're using they they sort of they slice something up together. Yeah. And I don't know whether that was metaphorical or there was a that was a dream sequence or whatever. But um, but yeah, I'm just I'm like yeah, what where are you going with that? Okay. That said, I do feel that these trailers they um, they're definitely going to pull a judo move on us. By the time we get to uh, our seats into the theaters, we're going to be like, oh, that wasn't in the trailer. Uh, Marvel's done that consistently. And there's no doubt in my mind that Star Wars is, is going to do that, too. Um, yeah, the, the only apprehension, I mean, obviously, I, I completely agree with you. I think that um, at the point we're at, we're definitely just we want to see it. We want to see yeah. the, the sort of how, how it all comes together. Um, me and the girls have talked about doing a marathon of at least seven and eight again, just to sort of see, you know, again, the how, you know, make our predictions and sort of remember all the small details and see how all of this comes together. Maybe I'm just, but, a little, uh, maybe I'm just too old because I spent my childhood rewatching the, the original trilogy over and over. Well, and yeah, over but, but seven and eight is still relatively recent, so... We haven't had, you know, the 50,000 hours of Star Wars yeah. that we've had in our childhood yeah. for Episode 7 and Episode 8. So we kind of figured we would at least do the new ones over again to sort of see all the details mm -hmm. and kind of try and... And 8 in particular with, with uh, Ray's visit to, to the cave, I think, is, is an important one. But um, One thing we didn't get in this one is uh, the Darth 
uh, Darth Ray with her with her um, double. I loved Darth Ray in, in trailer too. Uh, the teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah I don't think trailer. she's real. I think I agree. I agree with dream with, sequence uh, with with the dream sequence theory. Yeah. Um, but I do think that I do, however, think, and I think that would be poetic justice that. Mm. Um, we've been talking about the fact that the Jedi from the very beginning or at the very beginning were dark and light mixed, well, you know, was, before they was, decided uh, to separate the line? power into dark and light. What was Skywalker's, um, whisper? What did he whisper yeah. here? Is like that, uh, confronting yourself is the destiny yeah. of, of all Jedi. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that so I, I kind of feel like perhaps one of the major themes in, in this is to basically go back to the roots and go back to a respect of the force. Mm. Not necessarily fearing the dark side as we always have and separating the dark from light, but, but being at, being one with oneself, admitting that there is darkness in everybody, there's light in everybody. Mm -hmm. And, and that perhaps what you need to, to do is, is find the balance. Um, one more thing I wanted to point out, uh, the return of Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Uh, the elder, not, not, uh, childish Gambino. Um, but here you have Billy D. Williams uh, making his return, wearing the Childish Gambino outfit, um, which I'm like, okay, this is this is it. You know, this is the final battle. You know, you got to bring out the old the old general back into his element, mm -hmm. along next to next to Chewbacca. Um, yeah, you know, it looks like there's going to be a lot of things going on, and um, uh, I don't know if um, JJ is willing to bring in losses like deaths um we know cp 3po i feel that this is it for him anthony daniels yep. is gonna you know somehow he's gonna upload his memory banks into something something and that's gonna cause a chain reaction because let's be honest you can't you can't keep using the whole well there's gotta be a there's got to be a plumbing problem that we can like drop a bomb in, right? You know, that's, you know, that gets old after a while. <laughs> or, or what do you call it when they go into light speed and, you know, going into light speed, it actually destroys the uh, yeah. destroyer. Um, you can't do that twice either. Although that's kind of, that was a cool move. I have to say in eight, yeah. I, well, I, 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 the minute I thought I was like, why did they never do that before? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's nothing more to, to discuss about. And by the way, uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker comes out December 21st for you guys who aren't aware. And go check out the trailer. It's uh, it's, it's good to know how my husband will be spending his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that his birthday? Is that Sivan's birthday? That's Sivan's okay, birthday. Okay, he's definitely going to spend it there. It's like, yes. I don't understand. Why do you, you take me to this movie? I'm not the, not the big Star Wars fan, you know? Ma chérie, this is not what I wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make love for you, love to you to, in my birthday. But... Uh, but instead, you take me to Star Wars, you know. You said you were going to cook dinner and bring me a nice <laughs> bottle of wine. And now, enough of the re re uh, return of the rise of Skywalker. We have the return of Miguel. Miguel. The return of Velez. The yes. return of Velez, or as I like to say, Annie Ca uh, 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 Martin Scorsese's Annie Cap. You said you specifically said on the walk over here, oh, which yeah, nearly that's right. ended our friendship. CW's Annie Cap. CW's Annie Cap and. I really, I had to restrain myself. <laughs> I had to restrain myself. I, I only, I only make the observation. He's got, he's got. I've got the, I've got the, a cap. I've got a cap. That's on, about just as like close as what makes me handicapped. Puerto Rican Irishman. Is 
The Puerto Rican Irishman. <laughs> I could. I'm not even going to get into it. All right. So I ho- I hope you guys had a nice little discussion. I literally was in a cone of silence and just popped out to make sure that things were winding down. Well, we can we can resume for you if you'd like to hear. No. <laughs> no. All right. So Rise of Skywalker. We're all happy to, that it's coming out. Okay. On to the meat of today's discussion. Uh, uh, once more, this is going to be a full spoiler discussion. Ripping apart the guts and putting back together the film Joker, released by Warner Brothers, about their incredible character, the Joker, perhaps the most well-known supervillain from comic books in the world. Uh, Ed, give us give us the rundown on the facts. Facts, directed by Todd Phillips of the Hangover fame, uh, the Hangover series of fame, produced by Todd Phillips, Bradley, and Brad- Bradley Cooper is actually also a, 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 an EP on this. Um, written by Todd Phillips and Scott Silver. Um, budget, 55 to $70 million. Wow. Okay. Box office, as of now. According to Wikipedia, seven hundred thirty-eight point six million. That is bananas. Okay, um, that's a good return. On that, that is a very good return. There's no doubt in my mind that uh, that not only WB but also Marvel they're going to want to jump on this. And what they do with uh, Deadpool? Well, the strategy is going to be we can make movies on the cheap now. Mm-hmm. We don't have to spend like there. There has to be a way. This is and this is the this is definitely the uh, um, 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 the gateway to it. But um, but those are the basic facts of it. Uh, yeah, well, you know, what's interesting is that this film had a very, very quick turnaround. Like, literally, Phillips was on the red carpet for his movie War Dogs and realized from the, from the reaction to the crowd, he says, no one cares about this movie. I've got to do something that is going to, you know, put, put asses in seats and be talked about. And that's when he started sort of down the road of trying to adapt the Joker. He took a lot from, um, sort of a jumping point was a very famous uh, comic book story called uh, uh, The Killing Joke, which was a pretty much the standard Mm. origin for the Joker. Written by Alan Moore. Written by Alan Moore from the 1980s. Um, Joaquin Phoenix had been interested in doing a superhero movie, but Joaquin Phoenix is, he's very Daniel Day-Lewis. He's like, I'm not, I'm interested, but I'm not going to get tied down to a franchise. I don't want to do a sequel, a, a third part, a fourth part, appear in the team up. He's like, I just want to do some sort of one-off project. This dovetailed with sort of uh, Warner Brothers sort of reassessment with what they were doing with their uh, superhero movies. And the film uh, comes out. It's got rave reviews. It won um, festival awards and accolades. Finally gets its wide release here. Uh and uh, speaking of the wide release, just a little side. Anna, what was the crowd like where you were? Was was it a full theater when you went to see it in France? Well, I saw it on a Monday night, so it's not a fair question because uh. I don't think that any theater in the world is like filled on a Monday night. But I would have to say that probably 30% of the seats were filled. Okay. For- and this is a month after release in an original version, so in English, basically. So it's the real like geeks and moviegoers and the real people who came to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were no stupid like yellings or you know comments or you know two bit jokes or whatever. Like everybody was into it, like How very ironic. seriously watching the, 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 the <laughs> and, and and very uncomfortable. I think throughout a, a, a big portion of it. Uh, and, Anna, uh, Anna, was there a smell of uh, urine? <laughs> 
No. <laughs> we, no. Only, we only asked because our favorite place, the Alpine Cinemas, uh, that's a perk. That's a perk? <laughs> now, the Alpine matinees aren't, are, are not that bad, but I saw Infinity War there at night. With oh, all was, the teenagers. Oh, it was bad. And it was so <laughs> bad. Oh, well, my well, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, it's funny because I'm not sure this <laughs> film is as the appeal for teenagers uh, necessarily. Yeah. Now, uh, everyone here has seen it. As I said, we uh, by by a miracle, John jumped on this. I was the first one. He was like uh, he was like Paul Atreides writing Shai Halud. He was just. <laughs> This is a sad day for fanboys when John, <laughs> right? The He's Millennium, the Millennium Falcon. Yes. No. Well, well, no. Uh, no, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, go on. Like, what are you like? No, I'm kidding. Well, well, well. No, yeah, no, so, I think I think it really does say something because now John and and again the politics jar is open to this. Yes, yes, I would just to say that we are going to talk about uh, the political uh, dimensions that are I believe in this film plus some real world stuff that has happened. Uh, and this is not a ref- not a bad reflection on John Wittor, but like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask you. This is not a bad reflection. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm saying is this: you, what are you about to set me up with? <laughs> no, well, you you uh, you participated in Occupy Wall Street, right? I do not. Uh, no, I mean it's. It, I, no, I think it's. it's yeah, it's, yeah, sure, right. sure, yeah, yeah. And because you had we had some fun, you know, it was our it was our summer of love. Yeah. But you but you attended because you had a very strong leanings on on the political culture at the time uh and that's about what three years ago four years ago three years ago no a long time ago now almost four or five four or five right 2011 okay 2011 it was like seven eight years ago yeah but i just sprouted five more gray hairs but again that says something when your your foot is already out the door to watch the joker and we're like or we're just gonna take our time and see and just feel the pulse and see if it's it's taking any traction before And I, I, because when this thing came out, well, well, Ed, Ed, it's not, let's, I, I think you're, I said the politics jar is open. I think you're, you're widening a little, let's be honest. You have a lot of issues with your house <laughs> and couldn't get out and I'm lazy. So <laughs> I don't think, I think you're stretching the, the, uh, the idea there just a little bit, but there is a, there are, I think, um, political and societal issues at play in this film. Mm. Uh, or at least very open to interpretation. And uh, we'll get into that now. Uh, I would like to go with uh, John's general feelings on the movie, Anna's general feelings on the movie, Ed's, then myself, and then we're just going to start to uh, sort of uh, pick it apart and, uh, you know, talk about uh, our, our our great likes, our great dislikes, and so forth. So, uh, John, the, the the person who saw it first, who who raved about it when he saw it, yeah. he immediately uh, we talked on the phone, which we rarely do. We rarely talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another show. That's for Love Line. Um, uh, but uh, you you went you went to see it. Uh, did you see it opening night or did daddy. you see it uh, the like the next day or that weekend? I saw like four days, five days after. Okay, yeah. okay. It was sold out, actually. The day I wanted to see it, it was sold out. Wow, okay. And it was at here at the Nighthawk where there's not a lot of people, you know, going. So I knew it had to be good for it to be sold out at the Nighthawk. Okay, and uh, initial initial impressions of the film? Yeah, I thought I thought overall it was good. I thought the acting was good. The writing was good. I thought it um, it felt like I was... Actually, for some reason, actually, it felt like it was in the 70s. It didn't feel like 86. Well, it wasn't supposed 84. to be 86. It's 81. 80, 80, oh, it was 81. 80, 81. Oh, I thought it was 86 for some reason. 
That's fine. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it felt like the 70s to me, which I guess 81 is kind of still yeah. the 70s in a way. Um, yeah. Uh, without getting too deep into it, the only thing I didn't like was like the end because I felt like that was the most unrealistic part. Oh, me where, in like, what me in what manner? Where he goes on the talk show, admits. Okay, you admit, and Ed are on the same page. Admits that he's like this crazy psychotic killer, and then nothing happens. No security. He gets to just ramble on for. I will. I will televise. I'll have a. I'll, I have a. I have a, a couple of defenses of that myself I'll, that I'll get into. And then he, he, you know, he shoots this guy, and I don't believe uh, something like that were to happen. I think. I think uh, people wouldn't just decide to all dress up as a Joker and riot and have a big okay. party and all. I, I, I didn't buy it. Okay. I didn't really buy did it. it. Did it did uh, it affect your final like scoring for the film? Because then en- it's the ending. If the ending doesn't work, that usually is not a yeah. you know a good sign. But you still you know like I said you, you did rave about it to me. So did it. It didn't seem to really affect your rating of the film overall. Right, right. Well, I'm not sure if we're going really in depth right now with no, it. No, no, we're not. No, okay, but, okay, okay. Because okay. I'll, I'll save. save I'll that save juice. why I personally really liked it. Okay. Well, what you were, did you have? Yeah. An, uh, what were your anticipations going in? Because it was enough for you um, to go. I'm going to pay money and watch this movie. What were you? What were you looking to get out of it? Well, the the media hype or the. Uh, people saying wow this is really bad this isn't uh something for our time right now you know given the uh, political climate and and the violence you know shootings and all that that this was not a good thing to be released in this time i thought that was interesting and me and miguel had a discussion about it about uh during the last podcast so it kind of made me want to see it mm-hmm. like being told you can't or this yeah is that's bad, always kind yeah. of yeah. Yeah, you you want what you can like have, the magnet right? yeah, to yeah. steal. Right, yes, right. Exactly. Now, uh, Anna, you you ended up uh, watching it as well. I mean, I know that you have watched the uh, comic book based movies before, but you don't come from the same world as uh, as Ed and I, having grown up with like you know knowing all the minute details of these things. Um, Actually, Batman is the one exception to that. Like, I wasn't a super huge comic book fan. Mm. But I did read quite a lot of Batman. Really? Okay. I, I did, and he was he was my favorite, and and so the whole Batman lore is is probably my favorite of all the comic books. That oh, are. good. So you have a you have a toe in this. You. Uh, 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 I do. I do. I, I love them, and it's kind of funny because when we when I started introducing the girls, my girls to to movies, uh, one of the things that I really really wanted them to see was the Batman trilogy, and so. Oddly enough, to go see the Joker, it's actually one of my girls who's been annoying me to go see it for about two weeks now. She's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> well, they're on vacation this week. They have school off. And before that, they were like in the thick of exams and stuff. So I was like, you know, we'll put it off. We'll put it off. We'll, we'll watch it during vacation. And so we finally went last night because um, they're on break. And yeah, it was the girls who were pushing me to go see the Joker. Wow. Joker, so it's really, it's really fresh in your, in your, in your, in your head because. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, last yeah. Night. It was last night. <laughs> so your, your, your initial, your initial take on it and, and, uh, you know, initial impressions. I, uh, I, I loved it. I really did. But I'm disturbed by the fact that I loved it. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. It makes absolute sense. <laughs> I think that uh, Joaquin Phoenix is quite possibly one of the most amazing actors around today. 
Um, he gives an amazing, amazing performance. He made me think a lot about Jack Nicholson in The Shining, kind of a mm. descent into madness. I would say that Joaquin Phoenix's performance is called kind of a Tai Chi into madness. You know, he's got like this whole moment in the movie <laughs> yes. where he's like moving around and then you kind of see him practicing Tai Chi and then all of a sudden he just, here I am. You know, uh, by the way, by the way, Anna, we are Johnny. We're gonna so, we're gonna copyright that. By the way, Tai Chi and into madness. Tai Chi into madness. Tai Chi into madness. Gonna, <laughs> gonna, don't worry, you're gonna get a cut. Somebody Whatever it turns out book. to be, you're gonna get a cut. That's a book title. <laughs> but uh, but but please please uh, please continue with your impressions. Yeah, no, I mean, I thought I thought overall is well written. It was well acted. It was simple in the in the way that it was constructed and the way that it was put together. There are moments of it that um, bothered me. Um. I don't particularly care for how Thomas Wayne was portrayed, but I get it. I, I understand why. Uh, being a huge Batman fan, I, I kind of loved to see where the major arch enemy of Batman, you know, how he becomes what he is. I, I, I really enjoyed it. And, and, the, and I was very uncomfortable in the theater throughout the whole movie. Uh, and kind of like, you know, twisting around and inching around. And, and I couldn't quite put my finger on why it is that I was feeling so uncomfortable, but it, it worked like from the very beginning, from the things that are being said, from the noises that are being made, from the way he laughs, the way he moves, the, the things that he's, the things that he finds funny, the whole, the whole thing is just made to make you feel uncomfortable. And I think it's extremely effective. Um, given that you're, you know, movies, you, 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 I shouldn't say movies, I should say, and I'm sorry to say this, but I'm going to say it, um, superhero movies or supervillain movies, you know, are not made to make you feel psychologically uncomfortable. Right. And, th and this one does that really, really well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, a, a 10 for 10 Gentlemen, on the skin crawl. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Save that juice. Please come back. Next time, as we continue this episode of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. And as always, please visit us at To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast.com. Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast.com. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Tune in, Stitcher, and now on YouTube. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Until next time.